So a quick announcement about what the next... I can tell you right now what the next 10 episodes of Patreon will be. Yes. If you are going to sign up for our Patreon, every level gets a bonus episode. Yes, that is correct. And the bonus episodes are going to be... All hairspray. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, they're going to be our top five movies each. Yep. So... Two Drink Cinemas top, top 10, 10 movies. movies. So we've realised this many episodes in that we haven't reviewed any of our favourites yet. So we're going to review them for bonus episodes on the Patreon. Yeah. And the first one's going to be... Hairspray. So, listeners, jump onto our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema, if you want to get our bonus episodes and hear our reviews of our favourites. Yes. Two drink cinema! Jeez. All right, another episode. This is season two, episode two. Okay. Of Two Drink Cinema. Are you sure about that? Yes, because uh, we did have a a lot of of chews. We did have a bit of content that was exclusive to each platform. So we okay. had the podcast where we talked about the Tina uh, documentary, yep. which was podcast only. And mm-hmm. then we had our Plan 9 live episode, which has been out on the YouTube. Right. If you didn't get which it in was the live. so planned. Yeah. Yeah, definitely planned. It wasn't at all technical difficulties. Nope. We did have a meeting before the start of season two. That's what made the start of season two. And then despite that planning meeting, <laughs> the first two episodes <laughs> were wrong. Um, yep. Technical issues. but Some things you can't plan for. We have a new bit of studio equipment um, and yes, another bit of bottle new... of vodka. I thought I was going to say the bottle of Jamison. Well, no, that's definitely not new. There's not that much left in there. Oh, is that a new absolute? Yeah, it is for making cocktails. No brands. Uh, if you would like to sponsor us, absolute. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, get in touch. Find us on the socials at Two Drink Cinema. Absolutely fantastic. Oh, there you go. So at the end, if you listened to the Tina podcast, uh, you would have heard at the end that Brett won trivia again. Yep. In the badly explained movie. Titles, even though you couldn't get the castle, which I think was the tiebreaker, wasn't it? Anyway, no, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but you still won. Yeah, I got two, you got none, you didn't get any, I don't think. Yeah, um, so Brett assigned me to watch Big Business, Big which is as old business. as you, it is 1988, and just uh, as funny. Bit Midler and Lily Tomlin. I learned two things in watching this movie about you, brother. Okay. One is we, we talked in the episode about favourite genre. I am that not. That you like the comedy. I'm not the little angry ranger kid in the movie. <laughs> I, that is not me. No, Seth Green. Seth Green. Um, who I noted... His voice seems deeper in that movie than it does now. (laughs) (laughs) Because also, Shane is playing, replaying the remastered version of Mass Effect on the Xbox. 
And I'm sure okay. Seth Green voices one of those characters. Okay. So I've heard a bit of Seth Green's voice, but then I saw him in the movie. And I'm like, oh, that looks like Seth Green, but it didn't yeah. sound like him. See, I've heard a lot of Seth Green's voice, but not as Seth Green. Yeah, because as a little he, fat animated character. Yeah, <laughs> as, as Chris in Family Guy, not as Seth Green. This is our second Seth, Seth Green, Green movie. Yeah, and I, did, I forgot he was in it. He is our most appearing actor of Two Drink Cinema. No yes. other movie we've watched has had a same actor in it. No. We've mentioned no. some movies with the same actors. Yep. Because you've mentioned Outrageous Fortune, which yes. has Bette Midler. Yep. Um, and that's one of the things that is kind of along the lines of one of the things that I realised about you. You said in the favourite genre episode that you like a comedy. Mm. I've realised your sub-genre is you like 80s female comedy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not... Yeah, well, Outrageous Fortune is in your top five And you've recommended me to watch Big Business Yeah, only because I know you've seen Outrageous Fortune Yes So this is a second option um, And the other thing I realised about you Is you love a mix-up from the movies that you've a mix up. assigned me Because Some Like It Hot Has oh, okay. the, this character confused with this character And you had to keep track of right. Who Tony Curtis is being at different points throughout the movie, so yeah. very Shakespearean, big business in terms wow. of the mistaken identity. Not in terms of the the dialogue, the dialogue no. and the the quality no. of script. But um, you know, good belly scraping pile of cow plop yeah. is not very Shakespearean. Although Shakespeare had a lot of common language in it and a lot of invented language. Yeah, like cow plop, cow plop. And then the little kid in the lobby goes, what's cow plop? <laughs> it wasn't Seth Green. What's a cow plop? What's a cow plop, mommy? Even if you grew up in New York, you could know what a cow plop is. It's shit. Like, yeah. You could work it out, unless you're that sheltered. Yeah, but even in, like in New York, you'd be called cow shit. And she's clearly from the hillbilly country. Yeah. So her saying cow plop... It's called using context to work yeah. out words. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the kid's just not that smart. Speaking of clearly from the country, um, we never know where the town of Jupiter Hollow is. But as no. soon as you put on that big southern drawl, it's just like, oh, look, this is hillbilly country. Yeah, this is they're southerners. <laughs> yeah, it's Hicksville. It's uh, one step away. It's not quite redneck. But it's very clearly a very simple country town just by the accent. Yeah. Should I mention something? We, You've noticed in the YouTube that we're holding up our microphones. Yeah. I want to buy stands. So do I. So we can just sit there. I, I want you to buy stands as well. <laughs> the people listening can help us buy stands. They can. Is that a segue? Yep. If you go to buymeacoffee.com slash cinema. That's us set up so you can support us. We won't spend the money on coffee. No, because it's not what this is about. We'll That's spend it on drinks, drinks and pizza. Yeah. And microphone stands. Yeah. Uh, but if you would like to support us, that's how you can do it, buymeacoffee.com forward slash two drink cinema. The links is in our bio on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook at two drink cinema. Or if you see me in the street, you just give me 20 bucks. Yeah, but then I can't track it. 
and I need to know how much money we've got to buy if the you mic see stands. Me in the street, and you give me twenty bucks, I'll take a selfie of you giving me twenty <laughs> bucks, and then I will send it to Lee and to then, say, "Hey," and then we can post it on the social medias. Yeah, and then you get a selfie with Brett from Two Drink Cinema. Yeah, get in now before we're famous. Yeah, and Brett will. We have tens of listeners. If you print it. We're inter- and we're international. We're in four different continents. Yeah. We're in a big f- deal. Yeah, four different continents. Yeah. Ukraine is in yeah, Europe. on the Europe side of the continent. Well, yeah. it's all kind of close Eastern Europe almost Asia. Yeah. But it's, it's not yeah, that they're far. in Eurovision. They're def- so oh, okay. They're European. That's yeah. in my mind how I learn geography. Okay. Yeah. And um, I also learn what countries are close to each other by who votes for who. That's how I've learned geography. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Cyprus, Greece. Oh. So you can't know exactly where Cyprus is, but nah. you know it's near Greece. It's near Greece. Is it an island like Sicily or Malta? I don't know. Or is it a country? Not that islands aren't it's countries country. because we're an island country. That's a good... Hey, Google, is Cyprus a country? No, an island. <laughs> Mm. Thank you, Google. Okay, Google. Thank All right. You. So, um, <laughs> she's happy to help. It's an island nation, so it's both an island and a country. <laughs> she knew where I was going. Third largest and third most populous in the Mediterranean Sea. Yes, but with okay. this is not a geography podcast. <laughs> so We are talking about big business. We've mentioned a couple of things about it already. Seth Green and the hillbilly hick accent. I tell you what. And Brett's love of 80s comedy actresses. And the, Bette Midler in it. These two, these two are two of the big ones. Lily Tomlin yes, and Bette Midler. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that was my first note. Pinnacle of comedy actresses. Ooh. Which went through a bit of a lull. I don't think I could name... A 90s big comedy actress. Yeah. Sandra Bullock. Nah, it's And Speed. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. She wasn't funny until Miss Congeniality, which is even That's questionable true. within itself. That's and true. then Spy, which is well later. That's Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, and Sandra Bullock. No, that's Heat. Oh, God. So you need to watch more movies with female comedy duos. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'll just we'll add that to the list. Female comedy duos. Um, so yeah, Lily Tomlin and Bette Midler. If you haven't watched it, which you should have, because we told you at the end of the last episode, this is what that we're going to talk about. Um, Whoopi Goldberg is a nineties comedy. Sister Act, yep, and Sister Act two, and Jump and Jack Flash, I don't think that's and, about and it. the View, the View, <laughs> which is not nineties. That's not. That's just a joke. Um, you know how else you? Knew oh, I they thought you were going to tell me another. No, I can't yep. think of any. Um, you knew they were hillbillies. Yep. <laughs> By a bet in the song, where she's yodeling about <laughs> kicking people in the crotch while milking, while a, milking cow. a cow. <laughs> um, kick them in their little yodelays. They did a lot more to really set the hillbilliness. Than I feel they did for the New Yorkness. I think you already got that a bit from the opening scene of them, their parents. 
yeah. giving birth. Yeah. Yeah, that they did, and that's I wrote about that too. It's almost a caricature of rich versus poor. Well, it is because the woman has the 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 poor woman has her fourteenth baby or something. Yep, and it just and pops just, out, and then her his present to her is a whittled duck. <laughs> whittled, <laughs> whittled duck, and then the present for the other the rich mum who has the Louis Vuitton suitcase in the birthing suite. Yes. And looks pristine even after she's given birth. Yeah. That is a tiara. Yeah. Is the is the birthing gift, which I didn't think... I thought that was a recent thing. Tiaras. Not an 80s... No, no, birthing gifts. Push oh. presents, they're called. Push presents. Push presents. Oh, that's not a... Oh. It's not a great term. What but if you have a caesarean? Called. There's still some pushing in a caesarean, I think. I know this is It's not, not just lie back and we'll slice you open. Right. I think. God. I know. Graphic. Any uh midwives listening? Yeah. <laughs> um Wowzers. Yes, and it is then the excess stuff of they've got all the things in the birthing suite, whereas the poor woman just comes in, poops out not poops out. Oops. <laughs> pops out. A couple oh, of kids. God. Pops out a couple of kids. Yep. Gets her whittled duck. And then takes them home. Um, yeah. The poor little old nurse. nurse. Oh, <laughs> you knew it as well. The setup of it. <laughs> oh, it was so set up when she took the urine the, sample took the in. the urine and you just <laughs> knew it. I was watching it. I've watched it before, obviously, but you don't remember all the details. And just watching it and he goes, she's making the tray with apple juice on it. And then there's a urine sample. I'm like, oh God, here we go. Oh, like, yes. <laughs> apple juice looks like we. It does. If Classic comedy. Well, hydrated we. Hydrated we is water. Yeah, clear. Yeah. Or absolute vodka. Oh, we shouldn't say absolute vodka. They won't sponsor us. We say it looks like we. (laughs) Um, But even the the doctor, the little parts are good comedy actors. Yeah. Like the guy who plays the doctor in that little country hospital is a proper comedy actress, not just some bloke. Yeah. Um, The two guys that... Well, the main guy that plays the off, not the offsider, but the, like the assistant in the office. One of the gays. One of the gays. Yeah. He's a real comedy actor. Yeah. The receptionist, she's someone who's yeah, been, she's in, been in a lot of stuff as the same um, thing. Character yeah. actors. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good cast outside of Lily Tomlin and Bette Midler. Yeah. What I think. Um, Bette Midler, what I think they did well was switched the power so that in New York, Bette Midler's in charge. Oh, yeah. And in the Hicksville, Hicksville, Jupiter Hollow, um, Lily Tomlin's in charge, which makes sense because that's their natural... Their habitat. Habitat, yeah. (laughs) Which is, you know, a bit of a debate into nature versus nurture. Ooh. Yes. Yes. If you're in the nurture side of things, then Lily Tomlin wouldn't be stopping in the park to pick up a stray dog in New York. No. And Bette Midler would be quite happy in Jupiter Hollow. She would be. Because she'd have grown up there, but nature has taken over. But her nature is that she wants to be a Joan Collins type New Yorker. Yes. Sassy Um, shoulder pads. Sassy shoulder pads. Humongous 
shoulder pads. And the re- the scene that shows that Lily Tomlin's really out of it is when the shoulder pad comes down the sleeve <laughs> and she has to pull <gasps> yeah. it up. And then she does that in the meeting. And then later on at the end... The other Lily Tomlin. The other Lily Tomlin did the same thing. Yeah. Oh. I was like, There's a lot of those little things. And like we talked about some like it hot, there's jokes like you're no good... What is you that one? You no good belly scraping pile of d- cow plop. Yep. And then there's double entendres, which I've realised of you love as well. <laughs> what? Like the one <laughs> just like, that's how you do comedy. The one Triple I wrote. Entendres. The one I wrote down when um, Bet Midler's talking to the Italian guy. Yeah. And she says, "Oh, I'm going to gouge you on this sale," and he goes, "Um, I'm going to impale you." <laughs> it's not a. It's not I even a sales I term. I didn't really. Impale's not even a contractual what? term. It's, it's a, just a. No, I'm going to put it in you a lot. <laughs> it's but it's then like the, when the mum gives birth, the rich mum gives birth, and the doctor goes, "Don't worry, if you're giving her an injection." Yeah, he goes, "Don't worry, this oh, yeah. just be a little prick," and then he just goes, "That's how I got into this mess." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Whatever. So there's obvious jokes like that, but then there's like well written, um, more subtle jokes. What should gives him the duck? The whittled duck gives her the duck. She goes, what should we call him? And then he goes, I don't know, it's just a duck. I don't know, it's just a duck. But then also like, um, yeah, I didn't even write any down. Oh, that's good. That was well planned. Oh, no, like, you know, little things that you might not notice, like the dog named Duke. When she finds the dog, she names it Duke, Lily, the city Lily Tomlin at the start. And then when you first go to Jupiter Hollow... Lily Tomlin's dog is named Duke. Duke. Yeah. Yeah. Which you might not notice in just the the going on of the film. Or the Duke. But it's sut- subtle and well written. Or the little, like when the chauffeur is driving them to the airport and they say, make sure you get us there on time, don't get lost. And he says, I haven't gotten lost since the day you were born. Which oh, throws so back, lost. yeah. Which yeah. throws back to the start of the movie where they yeah. got lost and ended up in Jupiter Hollow. And then they end up at the Plaza Hotel, New York's most exciting hotel experience, <laughs> which I always think of for the Plaza Hotel, oh, thanks to Home Alone 2, Lost in New they York. It's like the same shot of like the looking into the window from the outside. In looking into the Home yeah, I think yeah. there's the only one way you can shoot the Plaza Hotel. Yeah. Because it's that huge facade yeah, yeah. with the like open in front of it. But it was interesting in doing the looking into the windows and they've got the room next... Of course, they have the room next door. Well, because they had to have the exact same room. And then... It's mirrored. They're both in the window at the same time. Yeah. Very fancy. Yeah. Well, that that actually... They did that well. Yeah. Having the two to four of them in the same scene. There was only probably one or two times where it was kind of jarringly imposed. Oh, yeah. Um, but generally, it worked pretty well for 1988, yeah. especially 88 comedy effects. Yeah, when effect because it was probably done real. Like some guy was there with a Stanley knife, putting two bits of film over each other. Yeah, that's what superimposing okay. means. Yeah. Super meaning on top of imposing meaning. If anyone's imposing. watching on the YouTube, I'm doing a demonstration of a Stanley. It, knife. I think people will understand what on top of means. And whereas when special effects went bad, 
was the late 90s. I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah, well, the most, not the Phantom Menace, Revenge of the Sith is the worst. And the, yeah. re- the redone the re- versions of the Star Wars original trilogy. Um, but that's because computers were the thing. Yeah. And so you did everything on your computer, even though it might not have been as good as doing it real. We've come back around and we've got people like Christopher Nolan now that do as much real as possible. Yes. But we've also got much better technology. Um so we can superimpose people without a little Stanley knife cutting negative. Yeah, or like when it's the live action Lion King, but there's no live mm. action in it at all. Mm. It's more animated. Yes. It's animated live. Yeah. Like Andy Circus playing Gollum. Yes. Yeah. That's Andy Circus's whole career. Except for when he joined suit. the Marvel thing. He's, He's in a good actor. Yeah. He was very good in um Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, and which which oh, oh Civil War Captain America Civil War oh, I think he's in. he plays the baddie or Black Panther. There's another one I've seen him in. I think he's in Black Panther. I don't know. I don't I've seen anyway. twenty five Marvel this movies. I can't keep track of what they are. Uh, Seth Green's in it. There's a dog named Duke. Nature versus nurture. Um, good comedy cast. I'm just ticking off my notes. Okay, that's good. This is really exciting. There's subtle, well written stuff. <laughs> that wasn't very well written. How about this, Lee? I have a question for you. Yes. Um, is a frog's ass watertight? <laughs> it's so confused, the the gay workers. Because um, they didn't know what a tight ass was. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Shit. Maybe I'm they so- didn't know what a frog was. <laughs> Oh, I think they know what a frog was. He got his robe from Fire Island, I think it was like. Oh, yeah. And the other guy was like, oh, you can't say that. And he's like, you rocks are all right, Rune. Oh, because. His name um, is Rune. Yeah, country hick name. They. It's not even a name. I, I can't tell with those two workers that are a gay couple. Yes. Whether they're hiding it or not. Because they walk around the office asking each other where they're going to go for dinner. Yeah. But then when the little foreign one, English one, yeah. Yeah. says to the big American one, I says to Rune, I got this from Fire Island. The big American one looks in like, oh, shut up. You're going to give us away. It's probably more just worried about what the country Hicks going to uh, do. What Rune thinks. Yeah. The country even though that hick. doesn't even cross his mind. Like, I don't think Rune from Jupiter Hollow is going to know what the hell Fire Island is. No, he probably doesn't even know what gays are. I think he knows what gays are. I don't know. Jupiter Hollow. Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> it's probably not a real place. <laughs> what I, I liked a real place. as well is that sushi was a fancy meal in the 80s. <laughs> he was not just <laughs> get it for two bucks you at could, the shop. You could only get it. At the Plaza Hotel. Yeah. Uh, if you were as rich as Bet Midler, the city version. Mm. And then they had it. So you saw the sign, little sign in the background of one of the shots. That's where I first noticed it. And then they went there for dinner. It was like, put a bit more fire under this fish. Yes. <laughs> we use this as bait. <laughs> this country hick accent. Um, I did question, though, why Rune was in it. But then as you go through the movie, yeah, it's like him versus the Italian in the Armani suit. No, the other one. 
No, no, the the contrast of boyfriends. Oh, okay. And then there's the ex-husband of Bette Midler. Yeah. And then there's... Who's the fourth the guy? The doctor guy of Lily Tomlin. Oh, the doctor guy, the dad from Family Ties. Yes. Yeah, Michael yeah, yeah. J. Fox's dad. Yeah. Um, and what movie was Michael J. Fox in? Oh, Back to the Future. Hey, hey thank everybody you. Everybody drink Back to the Future <laughs> reference. Um, yeah, they were. he was... But he was a more direct contrast as a boyfriend... Yes. To the Italian in the Armani suit. Um, but the, all four of the men were very different. Oh, yeah. But in the end, all four of the women were very different. That's true. Spoiler but alert. But I thought it was oh, no. weird at the end mm-hmm. where Rune went with New York City Lily Tomlin and then Hick Lily Tomlin went with the Doctor. No, because... At the start, I thought I don't know. I wouldn't have done that. At the start, she didn't really like. Hick Rune. Lily Tomlin was just like, "You, I'm not really in love with you. You're just as good as I can get in this town." Yeah, that's true. Whereas then she meets a doctor who's obviously better than a mini golf champ, masters champion. Mm, well, he's not because he never won. He walked off on the twelfth hole. Walked off. Um, and but professional, he'll go again. professional putt putt. He'll go again next year. Um, they should have got him out. To host Holy Moly. I would love that. Rune, what? Does he have a last name? Nope. No. Yes. Rune. They, cause they host of Holy his, Moly. They go through his wallet. The gays go through his wallet. Oh, yeah. And see that he's not a rat, rat, rat lef, rat which lef. is missing a letter. Um, <laughs> what the other thing? The most 80s. Music when she's going around the city and the saxophone and the trumpets are like 80s montage. Yeah, yeah. Shoes and taxis and fashion people looking down on her because she's from the country. And, and then she yodels with the steel drum band. <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm in the park. Oh, there's a steel drum band. And confuses <laughs> Michael J. Fox's dad. Yeah. It was very weird. It was just. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, She's not going to yodel with them. She's going to yodel with them. She, oh, my God. She's going to yodel. She yodel. <laughs> well, because it's Bette Midler. It's probably oh, in her God, contract. She has to sing X number of times in the yeah. film. She Otherwise, how do they sell a contract? True. Um, she doesn't. Does she sing in Outrageous Fortune? No. In her audition at the start? No. She could have. She released, She did release a single. Does Needle Dick the Bug Fucker mean anything to you? <laughs> that was separate to the movie, oh, though. Oh, it was a number one hit. <laughs> Um, I've talked about all these things. Um, what was your favourite scene? Do you have a favourite scene? Um, I liked the end because the country Bette Midler chose good. Oh, and she did the um Joan Collins. She did the, the Joan Collins scene. Yeah, I owned Carrington Dead. Moramax. Moramax. Not Miramax. Competing. Was that a dig at it? Maybe. Ooh. Why? Do you reckon know, the, maybe they were gonna, the Miramax the that they didn't decided not to take maybe. the option? Is that what they call it in the in the biz? And it made a lot of money. I don't know. It probably didn't. It was Bette Midler in the late eighties. People would have gone to it. I mean, come on, the gays alone. Yeah, especially because oh. they put two gays in the film. Yeah, representation matters, people. Is it a good representation? Not really. <laughs> well, I don't know, but it's not taking the piss out of them. But it's also not doesn't affect the story at all. 
Yeah, so isn't that good representation? Just to get serious for a little just, bit. Just to go like, yeah, gays exist. Yeah, they exist and... They share a room. Even if they wear get kimonos from Fire Island, they still like a hot country boy. Yeah. That's a real representation. <laughs> that is a subculture of gays. Yeah. Um, All right. I, I'm happy with that representation. It's. Ju- I think it's just one thing to have it in it and not be like... A thing. No pun, the butt of the joke. Yeah. You've made worse jokes than puns than the butt of the joke in this episode. I Ooh. Yeah, it's not like, oh, these are our gay assistants. Yeah. They're just the assistants and they are And they're are not gay. like really like funny yeah. campy gays. They're not campy. They're not Richard um, Simmons. No. In it. No. Or Niles from Friends. Frasier. Friends. Wow. He's not even a gay. Um, he loves the Daphne. Oh, that's true. He's pre- <laughs> he's pretty camp. He's camp. He's def- he's camper than the two gays in, in this movie. movie. Yeah. Um, Even the whole, I don't know. The uh, campest thing in the movie is the way country Lily Tomlin runs. The campest thing in the movie is Bette Midler yodeling. True. <laughs> with the steel drum band in the street. Um, oh, the way Lily Tomlin the runs. The way country Lily Tomlin runs is different to city Lily Tomlin because she has she big arms. She runs like Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> and the way, she, um, the way she at the start when the um, Bette Midler is doing her um, little Alayu milk and a cow and yep. then it cuts to Lily Tomlin dancing. And it's just like, Lily, can you just dance like... A country bumpkin. I can, I, and then, you know who I reckon saw that and went, I'm going to dance like that? Taylor Swift. I reckon that's where she got her inspiration from. Really? She's like, oh, like it's just gangling. Oh, really? Like, you can't see this on the podcast. <laughs> oh, I've been dancing for the last like minute some, and a half. Some sort of Punch and Judy marionette. No, imagine Woody from Toy Story's run as a dance. That's yeah. how Lily Tomlin dances. I haven't seen too much of Taylor Swift dance, so I can't comment on that. We'll leave that there. I could go down the dark hole. <laughs> she's shit. I, she can't dance. That's fine. Done. We can say she's shit. She's not going to sponsor our drinks. Good. Um, oh, her grapefruit. Oh, her And then the other, oh, other one is like, oh, a grapefruit. Oh, grapefruit. Direct contrast. At that point, those couple of scenes, I lost, tra- I lost track of yeah. which sister was which. <laughs> but you did, yeah. The hair changed a bit. Bet's hair changed so it was exactly the same as the other one. You know, oh, yeah. Bit, you could see they had different, like, hairstyles or whatever. Yep. But then they ended, like, country Bet got a haircut. So it was With the a same. new dress. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, do you think you're meant to lose track of, like, as an audience member, lose track of which is which? I think that, maybe. That first pairing of breakfast... Was that a proper pairing? The first pairing of breakfast was breakfast was oh breakfast grapefruit was the two country ones. Okay, and the country one needed to go get a new clothes because she deliberately spilt the boys and berries. Yeah, on. yep. Um, and then Rich Bet came and sat with Country Lily. Oh, a grapefruit. Then, then Lily had to leave, and then yep. And then City Lily came in and had more pancakes, and then. Hicks thing came back in with a new suit. Okay. Yeah. All right. I so did they lose switched track up then. all the different things. Yeah. Um, I think that's 
if it's meant to be that you as an audience member lose track, I think that's good. I think it just wanted to make you feel like how the staff of the Plaza Hotel felt. Particularly them, that one that got a black eye. <laughs> the, one, the poor bloke. Oh, the poor little horny receptionist. Uh, that's another thing you've... And horny bellboys. <laughs> <laughs> From Some Like It Hot. This one, actually, wasn't, um, this one wasn't 13, though. This is actually the same guy. It's grown up. He grown up. He yeah. grew up. He, 20, grew, he grew 28 up. years later. He that's grew, probably right, actually. He grew actually. up and he went to um, New York to work at a Plaza Hotel because that's the pinnacle of bellboyness. Well, if you, no, if you do, if you think about it, if you're a bellboy at a resort in Florida and you're working way up, you, the goal eventually is to be hotel manager. Yes. So if you get to be like on the main desk at the Plaza Hotel in New York, you'd leave Florida in a, yeah. in a hot minute. Yeah. Um, especially if you get to serve the likes of Bette Midler. But obviously he's the assistant manager because he's never been above the third floor. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets invited to Bette's room. Then when he does get to go up to the more than the third floor, he gets a black eye for his troubles. <gasps> I just I just realised a mistake. What? Oh, no, because the Italian... You know, there's a scene towards the end mm-hmm. where it's like the Italian guy and the hotel manager, creepy bellboy, horny man. Yep. Are both going to Beth's room. Yes. But I don't know if they are because they're both in the elevator at the same time and they whistle, hey, going to get lucky. Bang, bang. Yeah, ding, ding. The Italian guy gets off and then the other guy stays Yeah, no, the Italian guy invited Bet to his room. Oh, that's okay then. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. Good continuity, whoever made this movie. Who did direct you? I don't know. No, no, I don't think he did. I not. saw the name, but it I, it wasn't a name that I recognised. You know what my favourite scene was? The bathroom scene where they all see each other and there's lots of squealing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the big pinnacle, like the... Ah, ah squealing, squealing. It? And then it's set up with that mir- the thing down the middle so that Bet. And Bet see each yes. other, and Lily sees Bet, and Lily sees Bet and Bet. Yeah. But then Lily doesn't see Lily. <laughs> yeah. And then Lily sees Lily, and Lily Bet sees two Lilies, and Bet sees two Lilies, and everyone's screaming. Then all the men come in. Yeah. And, and everyone's screaming. Scream. Yeah. Um, and then security appears. Yeah, to kick the men out of the toilet. Yeah, and to find out why there are four women squealing <laughs> in yeah. the lobby of the Plaza Hotel toilets. Oh. It is a ripoff, not a ripoff. I'll say a ripoff. Homage. I don't know. Homage, or they just made the exact same joke of what? Of like a Marx Brothers movie. Oh, I thought you did the some like it hot with the elevator goes up no, and no, down no, with no, the no. black eye. No. Of the <laughs> the hotel whole manager. Thing, it's like Groucho Marx and the other one of the other Marx Brothers that doesn't talk. Yeah, are dressed the exact same. Harpo, and then they're in the they're at like the thing. Because he thinks it's a mirror. Oh, mirror. I hate yeah. to break it to you. The the Bette Midler and the Marx Brothers aren't the only ones to make a mirror joke like that. No, but it's <laughs> the, pretty much like the exact same There's thing. only about 12 jokes in cinema. Yeah, okay. Feeling a little prick is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The elevator going up and then getting knocked back down is another. Entendres is the other. Just entendre. any combination of entendre, entendre. Single, double or triple entendre. entendre. Is that bathroom scene in the movie game Seen It? 
Maybe. Because I feel like I've seen it before. Right. And that, Maybe. that could be it. It could be. Probably. Anyway. I thought you Maybe might know. It's just like because it's hilarious. Iconic 80s female comedy. Up there with Outrageous Fortune and 9 to 5 that I haven't seen. Yeah. Although that's not a duo. That's a trio. So I don't really like that. It's just like a one too many. It's a duo and a soundtrack. She does one song. The song. The song. I love that song. Nine to five, but I haven't seen the movie. Sorry, Dolly. Could you imagine anybody else playing Rose and Sadie? No. Do you know it wasn't originally intended for Batman? I knew you'd have something like this for me. Could you imagine anyone else playing Marty McFly? Eric Stoltz. Yeah, but no, no, because I said in the thing before that I couldn't. And could you imagine Jeff Goldblum playing Doc? Now we've already had this discussion. Not about Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I think we did. Jeff Goldblum, I think we talked about I just don't Indiana like, Jones. I don't like Jeff Goldblum. Shia LaBeouf's not coming back for Indiana Jones 5. Well, that's because he's a crazy person <laughs> yeah. now. That'd be like making um, Hairspray 2 and being like, ooh, Amanda Bynes isn't coming back. Because Amanda Bynes is in like rehab or in an insane asylum. Yeah, but she's not a cannibal sex abuser like Shia LaBeouf is, allegedly. No, that's Army that's Hammer. Or is it both of them? No, it's also Charlotte. Oh, no. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly oh on all that I did just watch Army Hammer the other day. Are you allowed to? No, I watched oh. it. Who originally were meant to be those people? Name another gay icon that... Well, I just read sings. your sheet, so you can say. Okay. <laughs> Listener, name... I'll give you three seconds. Name it. It's Babs. It's Barbara Streisand. I'm not sure she's as comedy an actor. No, not as, not, not as much as Bet. You know what I... All, well, I've, did you see Meet the Fockers? Oh, yeah, true. Right. Um, that was her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. With um, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. What I, whenever I think it's terrible, whenever I think Barbara Streisand in a movie, my first thought goes to Mrs. Doubtfire. When they're putting <laughs> the different faces on Robin Williams <laughs> and one of them is like... Don't Babs tell me not go, I live just seven yeah. para. <laughs> Can we watch that? We can watch that. Let's watch that next. Yeah. All right. Done. Um, Ladies and gentlemen and, and everybody <laughs> listening, Mrs. Doubtfire. I can I can try do um, another impression and try and do a Barbara Streisand impression, but like just that one before. But obviously, Tell me I think it would be. I think it would be my. That's an impersonation of Robin Williams' impersonation yeah. of Barbara Streisand. So it's like Chinese whispers. You lose a yeah. little bit. It's like the trivia we're, we're going to play: Six Degrees of Separation. Um, I think we just call it whispers now. Okay. <laughs> Sorry oh. to any of our Oriental listeners. <laughs> I don't think Oriental's better. <laughs> you can't say better. I don't think it's you better. Can't, can't say. Uh, I didn't say any of our listeners from the Far East. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, and then Lily Tomlin was... <laughs> <laughs> um, Lily Tomlin was meant to be Goldie Horn. I could see Goldie Horn. Yeah. But I actually think I could see Goldie Horn better as Bette Midler's character. I couldn't imagine Except for the yodeling. I, well, you never know. True. Goldie Horn could have yodeled. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine anybody else playing Lily Tomlin's character because it's very Lily because Tomlin, the, airy fairy. Yeah, and the lanky Dizzy. run. And, yeah, you can call me annoying, but or, there's a quote. Um, I didn't write it down though. 
which you, is annoying. Betty, and Betty, you can call me Al. Is that yeah? Betty, yeah. you can call me. <laughs> um, Bet is the original Karen. Oh yeah, like City Bet. I want to speak to your manager, and she acts um, with her. Absolutely. I noticed this bit, and she's got the hair. That's such a Karen hair too. She acts with her eyes a lot. She's like, oh, I can't do it. I can't look at myself in the thing doing. I'm going to make myself laugh. Yeah, it's just like I need more eyebrows to be able to. She do She does it. it with the eyebrows. She didn't have very many eyebrows. She does it with the eyebrows, but then sometimes it's just her eyes. She'd just be like, I'm going to momentarily have crazy eyes. That's good acting. It's good acting when you just act with your eyes. And then I thought, oh god, she's going to go be an old witch and then get a. There's kid. a um. There's a like there's a, a saying. I can't remember where I heard it about acting. Is the the bigger the Hair? like the big screen, no. you act with your face. The right. small screen, you act with your body, and then the stage, yeah, you act with everything, because you have to voice. Right. You have to yeah, overact yeah. on the stage, yeah. and then you. So if you go from stage to TV, you turn it down, and then movie, you turn it down even further. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Do you want another thing that I learnt recently about Bette Midler? Faces and faces. acting on the screen? So do it super bad. Um is it that McLovin is a creep? McLovin just turned forty. Yeah, I know. I saw <laughs> that. that was funny. That was funny. Um, I don't really I think I watched the movie once. I was like, Yeah, okay, good. I've watched it now. Tick it off that list. It's very good. Shane and McLovin's I watched it again funny. recently because I listened to another podcast. Um, another movie podcast, oh. and they talked about Superbad. I should mention them, but my phone's off because I'm trying to save battery. Um, I'll mention them in the show notes. Um, That's good. And I'm going to write myself a note about it so I don't forget. That's the show notes um, he means. The yeah, the show notes mine. I'm just going to put a picture <laughs> of my notes. And good in, luck to everybody who would see because yeah. Lee's handwriting is terrible. means no one ever is going to copy off me. And you're going to kick them on the little, little leg. <laughs> Uh, so McLovin would have turned forty recently yeah, on his fake um, ID. on his fake ID. McLovin, yeah, not Fogel. Yep. Okay. Michael Sarah was his first big thing, being in Superbad. Yep. And he was a bit of an unknown, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the first few takes of things, they weren't sure if he was actually any good. Oh, because he was just nervous. No, because of the way he was kind of. Acting, he wasn't doing a lot. And then they watched the daily thing on the little screen. Mm. They're like, well, I don't know. But then when they watched it on the big screen at like the end of the day, oh, okay, they could see all the little facial expressions and the awkward blinks and the eye slants and the yeah, yeah, and realized that this guy's actually really good. Mm. I'm gonna act like Bette Midler in my real life. Just talk when I talk to people, just to be like. What do you want to know? Thank you. Because you have to act with your eyes a lot because we have to wear a mask. Yeah. So I have to be like, hey, when you walk, go for a walk in the morning, you're like, morning. When I serve customers, I have to smile like this. You have to smize. Smize. Well, that's trademarked probably. So your favourite scene is all the squealing. My favourite scene is at the end when Country Bet decides to be good and not just to, to become Joan Collins. But yep. she does become Joan Collins new, when she yeah. talks to all the shareholders. Um, also, because I was watching, thinking it was weird, because there was a little bit, you know, obviously some transition scenes when they're outside the hotel 
and you know, like one bit will go, and then oh, another. Bit I will love go. the the line that the homeless man says to Rune. He goes, "If you stay here long enough, you'll yeah. see yourself come out." <laughs> yeah, and then I was just like, "Ah, oh, that's funny." And then at the end, yeah, it's like, oh, a different version of the bum. Oh, I missed that. How do you miss that? It was like the sh- dorkiest shot at the end. So then he's just like, they all leave, and one go, they all go through various. Forms of transport. Yes. The limo and the cab and the horse and walking. <laughs> However, they're getting around. And then um, it's like a new, re- new York tourism ad. This is how you can get around New York. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they all leave and then he's just like, what's going on there? And then he, the bum is looking and then this real, like well-dressed guy stands next to him and it's the like clean version oh, of the bum. the clean version and of the bum. And they both like look at the camera like, hmm? <laughs> like, and then it's just like... The end. I'm like, oh god, that's such a dorky ending. Oh, I can't believe I missed it. Maybe I was tired. Oh. Maybe you were writing one of your notes. Oh, oh, maybe I was writing good wins, bet sides good. It's my last note. Good wins, yeah. yeah. Good was always going to win. I wanted big business too. I want to know what happened to but Jupiter Hollow. Everybody is happy in the end. I want to. I want a big business too to know if Country Bet goes back to Jupiter Hollow. I know she'd stay she'd in New stay York. She's in New York with the kid. She's got to be she's got a kid. stepmom slash auntie to Seth Green. Oh, yeah. We, okay. Yeah, no. Weird. Your stepmom. That's a bit creepy. Who's also it? your auntie who looks exactly like your mum. You know what's weird? They all go off with the gonna say four different something. men. Yep. But during the course of the movie, other than Rich Bet and the Italian, yep. the other ones don't really spend that much time together. Except for Lily having dinner with Rune. Well, that's when she fell in love because Rune realised that Lily didn't belong there. But then the other time, the really only other time that... The man falls Rich... in love with Country Bet because... He, she's the only person ever in the world to discipline the son. Yeah, okay. That's maybe not a great way to base your relationship on. But it was just like that one impression. That's it. Let's go spend the rest of our lives together. Yeah. Well, because it's, again, they're twins. So they're... He already fell in love with Bette Midler. Mm. He just... This is a slightly better version who can actually That's discipline true. the son. It looks like So her, I may as well be in with love with her. a better personality. Yeah. Okay. And Weird. Still kind of creepy. Yeah, but Rune, well, I can't have you. I'm going to have your twin sister. Rune with the city lily makes not much sense. I don't think C- so. City lily with Rune makes sense, but Rune with city lily yeah, mainly doesn't because make as much I sense. think that if anybody proposed to me with a ring that had a golf ball on it, I'm not saying yes. I'm sorry. I know. Oh, you love putt putt. No, nah. no. But when I win the Masters, I'll buy you a real one with a real the, diamond. How much money do you think you're going to make? From the professional pup pup master. It's on ESPN. Probably the Ocho. Didn't say ESPN ate the Ocho, it just said ESPN. I don't know. I watched some dodgeball the other night on ESPN ate the Ocho. As in it's actual right. Actual wait, wait. The actual You didn't watch the movie. No, no. You watched actual I dodgeball watched and actual ESPN. The American Association of Dodgeball Dodgeball. It's not called the American Association of Dodgeball of America, whatever it is, yeah, yeah. in the movie. Yep. USDA. It's just the US Dodgeball Association. Yes. Of America. And <laughs> I watched the real one and it was at a 
college basketball court. Okay. Somewhere. And it was so Atlantic. not even dodgeball. It had 15 different lines on it. Like, you know, the old high, our high school oh, it's gym. Just the middle line. No, like our high school gym where it had the gr- the green line is the basketball court. The yellow line is the oh, volleyball yeah, court. Yeah, the blue yeah. line is the netball. It just had so many lines on it. Um, and it was a timed version of dodgeball, which obviously is not the case at the um, when you get to the world level, like in Las Vegas. Yes, yeah. Um, that was just a free-for-all. It was fun, though. And the commentators, I, I still, I can't believe it's a thing. The commentators are right into it, and I've picked my favourite move. I actually think I want to play dodgeball. My favourite move is called a suicide. So there's the line, right? Okay. Obviously, the it's line not down the like middle. It's called like a kamikaze, and it's just no, called, it's suicide. called a suicide. Okay. And what you do, you have a ball, right, and you run, and then you leap. Over the line onto the other side of the court, and if you, as long as you th- let go of the ball before you land, it's a fair throw. But once you've landed, once you're you've out. landed, you're out. So you, you throw, you oh launch, so you get closer. Throw at someone, and you have to hit them because it's a suicide. If you don't, someone lost a set on a failed suicide. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, because there was one Canadian versus one American, and. That's why it should be called a kamikaze, not a suicide. Because a kamikaze thing is like, yeah. I'm going to take out somebody else while I'm killing myself. Suicide is just, I'm killing myself. I feel like I'd, we should have had a trigger warning before this segment. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> um, I don't know. Stay but- tuned to next episode when I let you know how the <laughs> Melbourne Dodgeball Association has accepted my penchant for kamikaze penchant. actions. Um, where we played volleyball, they had beach dodgeball. Well, I could. I was I so could- tempted. I could do that, but then it's like a trip over. Oh no! Well, I didn't trip. The over jumping in the volleyball is okay, but it's the constant running of dodgeball that yeah. would have been killer. Yeah, have strong legs though. Mm. Mm. Any final thoughts on big business? Other than we want to see big business too, see what happens to Jupiter Hollow and where those four oddly connected Not couples really. end up. It's good. It's just a classic. Like this is a story of comedy that has a good ending. Like, it's very classic comedy. I reckon City Bet moves to Europe with Italian Italian to to launch an Italian segment of that company, but leaves Other Bet in charge of the company back home. To Other Lily. Country Lily. Country Lily? No. No, Country Bet. Staying Lily. Oh no, city bet, country bet would stay in the city. Yeah, 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 yeah. and yeah, and yeah. help run the business with the gays, and then yeah. both lilies go back to Jupiter Hollow. The gays don't really get an ending. No, well we know they're happy. Yeah, they'll just go to Fire Island again. Go back to Fire Island. Maybe they'll quit. Because that was traumatic. And they're like, "Oh, I went to Harvard Business School for this." No, I'm sticking out of ladies' room. All right, we're going to have a break. We need to get another drink. A non-commercial break. And then we're going to do a different trivia. We're going to do... We'll see how it goes. We're going to do a different trivia after this. And 
by the census. I don't mean censors. I mean census. Censors. Census taker. Oh, no. Yeah. I thought you meant the censors. Oh, fuck the censor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll flush a it. toilet if I want Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, trivia. That was a good can that was open. a good one. You should have put it next to... Hang on. Maybe I'll do mine. To. I'm not good at this. I'm not as good as you. Hey, good, actually. These are good cans for yeah. um, opening. I don't think. whatever brand these cans are. <laughs> Jeez. Um. All right. All right. Segment two. Do this. We're all, all right. always a little cheerier at the start of segment two, um, because we because we realised some of the stuff we said in the previous thing. Maybe a bit. A couple of things I didn't say. But I didn't say anything racial you know, about well, the Asian continent. Well, <laughs> um, all right, we're that's going the stuff to we did say, and you yeah. were like, "No, let's not." Um, so we normally would do a trivia. Yes, correct. But because we have already decided we're going to watch Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. So because next. we, um, yeah, so we're going to alternate of. Assigning each other a film to watch And yep. a nostalgic rewatch From the past So you assigned me Big Business Correct A new past um, Well done At the end of that. the Plan 9 live episode mm-hmm. I assigned you the watching of Deadpool Deadpool So our next episode Should After be on Deadpool, Deadpool. Yeah, oh, yeah. So the next, next episode, episode will be on Deadpool, Deadpool. Then we've decided our nostalgic rewatch because it was the nineties. Um, is Mrs. Doubtfire. Is Mrs. Doubtfire, and we can do a "Where Are They Now?" of that little girl. Oh, well, apparently, she was in that. There was something in the news of her recently. Oh, was she in Hook? No, she was in a couple other things as a little girl. Oh, the little little girl was in Matilda. Ah, oh, she was Matilda, but then the other daughter, nothing, and the son, nothing, nothing, or the drugs. I think she had issues during the filming and she never quite recovered. Yeah, well, because he's a she-she. He's a she-she. He's a she-she. I <laughs> will oh, leave that. Oh, God. Let's just quote it all now. So because we don't... Um, the best quotes are run by fruit. I was, no, I was like, I know you... I was going to say it, but I'm like, no, we'll save it for the actual It's the best episode. one. And Pierce Brosnan's character is an ass. I would throw an orange at his head too. I don't like Pierce Brosnan. He was an okay James Bond. No, that's why I was never James Bond when we were playing Goldeneye. I was going to say, that's why he didn't like Mamma Mia. Like, there's a couple no, other reasons, many why, reasons why I didn't like, like Mamma, Mamma Mia. Mia. One, it's terrible. Two, Meryl. Anyway. Three, um, James Bond. I was always the. Are there Russian three chick. dads in Mamma Mia? Is that the thing? Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like. Meryl Streep's Meryl one mum. And, and then we she, don't know who knocked her, know up, who knocked her so up. So we go to. An island in the Mediterranean to find out. No, they're already in the island in the Mediterranean. And then Amanda Seyfried's like, I don't know who my real dad is. And then Meryl and she's Street's about like, to get married. I slept around. So it could be three's three white guys. And then Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan and Colin Firth or Peter Sarsgaard. Who would you rather your dad be? Um, I feel like Pierce Brosnan has the most money. Now? And probably better genes. Colin Firth has is worth more than Pierce Brosnan, surely. Can I just choose that I have two dads and it's Colin Firth and Pierce Brosnan and Meryl Streep isn't my mum? Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's my answer. So who's the other dad? 
in Mamma Mia. The other dad is Stellan Skarsgård. Is he not it? No. Who's it? Another Skarsgård. Alexander? Isn't he the hot vampire? Yeah. From the true blood? It when he's not it is hot. No, I don't think they're the same one. Pierce Brosnan's net worth Bill is Skarsgård. Pierce Brosnan's net worth is two hundred million dollars. I reckon Colin Firth's worth more than that, just from Bridget Jones. Yeah, and he's also Colin been Firth's in got an Oscar. Love Actually. Oh, but he's got Colin the Firth's net worth twenty five million dollars. How much was Pierce? Two hundred. Mm, I don't agree with that. Yeah, two hundred million dollars, and well. he's six foot two. How much would he have made just Actor, from... Actor, film producer, business person, activist, artist, visual artist, environmentalist. How are you an environmentalist, Pierce? Your name's Pierce. Um, he was in a film that I only watched 15 minutes of, and I can't even remember the name of it. It was terrible. Die Another Day. No, I've watched all the Bonds. Die Another Day. That I've watched, haven't watched all of Roger Moore's Bonds. Moonraker was on the other night. I've watched all of Sean Connery's Bonds. I've seen Timothy Dalton... One of them, and George Lazenby's one. I've seen all of Pierce Brosnan's, and I've seen all of Daniel Craig's. And I will watch all of Idris Elba's. Or one of them. Something will change. It'll be a woman. They'll do one with a woman. Jamie Bond. Jane Bond. No. Nah. She also does the weather on <laughs> Channel 7. This is our trivia segment. Yeah. <laughs> this, um, is, this is why, that little bit was why we had to... Do work out a podcast where we have a topic because that would have been us doing that for hours. Yeah. And nobody listening would have got any of that. That's fine. Um, we already have had some trivia. If you knew how much um, Pierce Brosnan or Colin Firth, their net worths, you get points. If you knew that the actor who played it wasn't the third potential father in Mamma Mia, then you get a point. Who was it again? Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. So who played it? Bill Skarsgård. And Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård is in, in Mamma Mia. Mia. Who's the hot vampire? Alexander Skarsgård. I thought, oh, okay. I thought Alexander was it. No, he's not it. Like, he's it, but he's not it. It in a bit. Um, let me just confirm same. Um, Anna Paquin. Oh, in Interview yeah. with the Vampire. Alexander Skarsgård. In True Blood. In True Blood is the hot one. Alexander Scott. They don't even have pictures. Well, because they're vampires. Duh. (laughs) Anyway, yes. We don't need to do trivia because we've already decided that our nostalgic rewatch in two episodes time is going to be Mrs. Doubtfire. So from this episode, you have two movies to watch, but you'll be a week ahead if you watch Deadpool and Mrs. Doubtfire in... The next two weeks. Yes. Okay. So we're going to do a six degrees of separation. Okay. We're not going to do a six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Nah, because... I've assigned you yours. Yep. Which is... Oh, God. James Dean to Michael Keaton. (laughs) I said... Your favourite actor to the greatest actor of all time. Oh. I have another favourite actor I thought of. I just remembered it. Yeah. Kevin Costner. Is one of my favourite oh, actors. I, I'm sorry. And, okay, well, this is the last episode of the pod. I can't go on. Kevin Costner's a great actor. Kevin Costner. Up until, like, the 90s. Kevin Costner. Yellowstone. Kevin 
Costner. Yellowstone's oh very God. good. What did no, I watch Kevin Costner in the other night? Listeners. I watched Kevin Costner in something the other night that made me realise he's good. The well, Man of Steel. No, nah, he's better than Henry Cavill in Man of Steel. Well, is he better than Amy God, Adams? Batman vs Superman is a terrible movie. Yeah, good. That's why we're not going to watch it. I even we even <laughs> That's why watched. I didn't the, watch it. I was like, this is going to be bad. We even watched the director's cut ultimate edition that was meant to be better, and I think it actually made it worse because it was just more crap. It's like three movies in one three-hour movie. And why would you put oh, Dawn sorry. of Justice, with Dawn of Justice implying the starting of the Justice League? You don't even see Aquaman, the Flash, or Cyborg. Okay. I don't, I, and then Wonder Woman comes in and just makes like one scene. She just punches the thing a couple of times and, oh, now we're the Justice League. Don't yeah. watch it. It's shit. I'm not I'm going not to gonna. assign it to it. If I accidentally assign it to you, you can pull the veto card out. Kevin Costner. Like, oh. I like Kevin Costner, right? You know what? The bodyguard was. Who am the I allowed of, to watch? The the bodyguard was the downfall of both him and Whitney. I'm not saying I like Waterworld. I'm saying I like Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difference. You know what? You know when he's bad because he gets outacted by Whitney Houston in Bodyguard. And then in Waterworld, he gets outacted by the water. <laughs> he gets <acted> by the <laughs> water. <laughs> I haven't seen Waterworld. But... I'm giving you six degrees okay. of separation of our two favourite actors, James Dean and Michael Keaton. <clears throat> Not Michael Caton. No, okay, That's good. much harder. That would Six be, degrees. <laughs> you have to give me two actors. Okay. Do you want to do those two we talked about before? I will say, because we just watched the movie we just talked about, I'll say one is Bette Midler. Oh, dear. What was the two we talked about before? Wasn't that one? No, it was the two that are coming up. Oh, okay, we'll do that instead, because you won't do that one. Okay. okay. Um, Ryan Reynolds, star of yeah, Deadpool. Here, here, assign me two actors. They're the ones we <laughs> said the ones, before. They're the ones I've already researched. <laughs> no, he hasn't. Um, Ryan Reynolds, the star of Deadpool. Oh, okay, yep. And Robin Williams, the star of Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, I wrote Robin Williams to Ryan Reynolds. Now, when okay? we say six degrees, for the listeners at home and also me, because I can't remember, is it six we in between? No, there's six joins. So there's seven, seven names, seven spots. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Okay. Oh my God! How he's okay. done three movies. This, well, what have I said? But oh, you're better fuck. at you. What have oh, you said? No. You've said you're better at every oh. trivia than me. So that's why you get the I was hard also, one. Also, when we mentioned this before off air, I was very cocky. Shit. Oh, I can do it. I can do it. Nah, I can do this. This well, I'm struggling with Robin Williams to Ryan Reynolds, so you might be okay. I just, I just go blank. That's why I don't like these timed ones. I like question answer. She was in that. The ones where you have to think. I'm not so good at. She was in that with him. What are some other other Ryan Reynolds movies though? One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, no. Wait. So there can be six in between the two people? One, two, three, four, five in between. There's six joints. Oh, no, that's right. Did it. Oh, dear. I'm still going. I got no no, no idea. I'm not sure about my last bit. What are you doing? Robin Williams. Robin Williams to Ryan Reynolds. To Ryan Reynolds. Okay. To Ryan um, Ray 
Knowles. Well, he was in that with him. You Done. just do both of them because I got nothing. Done. Go then. Okay. I just go. Yours? I'm not dumb, and I know movies. Oh wait. Wait. Keep going. Okay. There was going to be so much thinking music. No, done. Played over this for the people. I think. This is just off the top of my head, so if I got anything wrong, I'm wrong. Okay. Okay, I've done both of them. All right. (sighs) Go then. Okay. Which one do you want first? Go yours. So James Dean was in um, Rebel Without a Cause with Dennis Hopper. Yep. Who was in Speed with Sandra Bullock? Yeah. Who was in Ocean's Eight with Kate Blanchett? Yeah. Who was in Curious Catching of a Button? Yep. With Brad Pitt. Who was in Fire Club with Edward Norton? Who was in Birdman with Michael Keaton? Was he? That's what I have to check. I'm not sure about that one. Okay. All right. Let me double check. It's going to be some fair editing to just edit the bullshit out of all of what I'm saying. Um, saying yeah. What am I saying? Birdman. God, if it's right, I might be a genius. Bird. No, Birdman. Is Brie Larson in Gone Girl? Or am I getting that wrong? No, Gone Girl is Rosamund Pike. The other Pike. one. Shit. Brie Larson is Room. Yeah. But you're thinking of a... Anyway. See, Edward they're both, Norton. They're yes. both books we read in book club. Yes. That's why I get them confused. I win. Okay. I got nothing. Do this, should I do this other one now? Yeah, do the other one. Robin Williams... Was in Goodwill Hunting with Matt Damon. Yeah, I got that far too. <laughs> <laughs> Who was in? Um, oh, I can skip that because that's the same movie. <laughs> Who was in Ocean's Eleven with George Clooney and Brad Pitt? And Brad Pitt. <laughs> so I don't know what they're in though. Yeah. And then George Clooney was in Gravity with Sandra Bullock. And also, they were both in Ocean's Eight. George Clooney was over only voiceover. Oh, and then um, Sandra Bullock was in The Proposal with Ryan Reynolds. Ah. Oh. See, I know movies. I just go blank when we uh, I'm have to think about them. Winner, winner. You're good at this segment. I'm good at knowing things too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll come back next week with the six degrees for Robin Williams to Ryan has, Reynolds. Um suggestions, listeners, of future six so, degrees. Hang on. One, two, three. You did that in four, Robin yeah, Williams. And, and you that did that in six. six. That's hot. that was pretty good. I'm gonna take that. I'm claiming that. That's good. Well, yeah, you could have done Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Sandra Bullock for that too. Because George Clooney was the voice yeah. in Ocean's Eight. Well, I don't really count that. But I also George Clooney him, was he's just in the voice in gravity. gravity. Was he just the voice in Gravity? I think so. I, don't I think haven't seen Gravity. Oh, okay. It's not nostalgic, so, <laughs> so we won't maybe watch well, it. Well, neither's Deadpool. Oh, well. But it's a movie you haven't seen. They're two separate yeah, playlists yeah, know, on know, the YouTube. Movie you haven't um, seen. Listeners, if you have future six degrees of separation that you want us to do, um, yeah. Let us let know. us know. Challenge me on the socials. Um, I don't cheat. No, he didn't cheat. I saw him do it. As much as this will have been edited, yeah, I saw him do it live. Maybe I won't edit it, and then the listener can do as, it as, as well. the kids say. Verse you. Yeah, they can verse me. They can go against you. Um, they can collab. 
I'll come back next week with Robin Williams to Ryan Reynolds (laughs) and see if I've come up with. Thanks for listening. I was looking for my mouse for my computer. Thanks for listening and watching uh, and ingesting. I haven't said that for a while. Another two-drink cinema release. Uh, and don't, we, don't worry, Lee listeners. And Brett. There will be another bit Midler movie sometime in the future. <laughs> Outrageous Fortune is on the list of us to catch up. Uh, and our good friend Emma is very disappointed that I haven't seen Beaches. I feel like I've seen it in bits. But you don't Or need it's been to. on the TV and you half watch it. You don't need to because you know what it is. Yeah. Singer, 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 not famous, cancer dead. Yeah. Wind beneath Done. my wings. Sing at the funeral Fly. like the Charles Boyle looking cop oh God. sung at the amazing Chris Wells uh, funeral. <laughs> You've been listening and watching to Two Drink Cinema. Find us on social media at Two Drink Cinema, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Links there uh, to everything that we've done and links there if you would like to support us to our Buy Me A Coffee page, which we'll really spend on pizza and cider. We'll be back next week where we'll be talking about Deadpool. Deadpool. Thank you for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. This episode has been produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. For more of Odd Socks Entertainment's work and podcasts, head to oddsocksentertainment.com.au. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any future Two Drink Cinema episodes and follow us on Facebook, Instagram or on Twitter at Two Drink Cinema and make sure to drink responsibly.